Welcome to our annual E3 wrap-up. I've got four, three of my, counted myself in there, I guess I'm in front of myself, but three of my best friends out there, Steve Tilly, Ben Silverman, Jose Sanchez. Hi. This is your Kodak moment. We have seen a lot of games, gentlemen. We have played a lot of games. We've talked to a lot of people about video games. How's everybody feeling? How are you feeling, Steve? I'm a little tired. It's yeah. been an uh, unusually crowded show this year with the public in uh, the LACC. It's been a little, uh, little sweaty, a little crowded, but uh, you know, it's good. This would have been a good year to make weapons like in Dead Rising and just start hacking and smashing yeah, your man, I, I wish I brought my machete to get through that, the, uh, that the, Activision booth. The convention yeah. center uh, floor is like days gone. Yeah. <laughs> you just like surf on the top of like zombies. Really is, like, right? I gotta get to my appointment. You're like, Whoa. I, think, I think the zombies in days gone probably smell better. And they're all chasing Sam Witwer around. How are you feeling, Foops? I feel great. Uh, you know, I've been here since last week, so. Yep. Uh, no, it's, it's just a, it's been a long week. It's been a long week, and it, I mean, you it's know, hard to sustain hype for that long, yeah. isn't it? It, yeah. uh, it really is. I mean, it really is. When they start the show, like you know, EA starts their press conference like three days before E3 even begins. Yeah. Then you have the actual Xbox and Sony conferences that are just like, all right, is it over yet? Like, yeah. nope, hasn't even officially started. And yeah. also, like, let me just tell you, the people at the EA press conference, they would not shut up. Yeah. These, these hosts at yes, EA I know. would not shut up. He Jose, sure, do you have any thoughts on that? He sure did look magical, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, no comment. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about... Uh, we've already gone through the press conferences. You've seen our sarcastic tweets. You've watched our streams. Thank you for tuning in for those. But let's talk about the presence of Xbox and PlayStation and Sony, and I think... Or uh, PlayStation and Nintendo. And I think because Xbox came with a new piece of hardware we should start with X that. don't give it to you there what? it is there it is Come on. Foobs, yeah. why don't you start as you seem a little bit jacked out my friend uh, no missed opportunity to not have DMX announce the Xbox You're One right, X right yeah. X gonna give it to you many X's you know yes. all the X's were there yeah um, okay so it's called the Xbox One X I like Scorpio better yeah Scorpio sounded cooler it's impossible to say Xbox One X, X yeah. it said and it, it sounds like X. Xbox One really X same, yeah it's hard to distinguish thing. it to Xbox One X X yeah. They call it the they, they call like the X Bones. Now this is just going to be the Xbox. 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 Right. Right. Um, and they have backwards compatibility. Backwards compatibility. With the original Xbox. Why? Well, last year. Which we can't year, call Xbox One anymore. Last year, Phil Spencer came out and he was wearing the old school logo. I thought they were going to announce it last year. Right. He trolled us. Waited a year. Yeah. Did it this year. So nice of him. Uh, Crimson Skies. Come on. Let's, let's get some multiplayer back on that. Make that a Xbox sequel Live to Scream yeah, Skies. I, mean, listen, I don't it's, play it's, the old game. It's been 15 years, 37 years, yeah. been ni 46 years <laughs> since Crimson Skies came out. I'm glad they're bringing it to the system, but like, eh, where's Jordan Wiseman? Where are you? Why don't you make a new one? Totally. I asked uh, Aaron Greenberg, I said, this is the second E3 Xbox conference where you've trotted out Crimson Skies <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Why not just make it again? Like, why not just <laughs> make a remastered version or something? Make a sequel, do something. But you know, I will tell you this: of the three companies, Microsoft felt like the traditional E3 presence. They yeah. have a new piece of hardware, the Xbonix, whatever we're calling it. Yeah. They uh, had a ton of games. I mean, a lot of that stuff wasn't here. A lot of that stuff was advanced. You know, we're seeing some future yep. games. But they really had a lot here. It was very traditional, went on very long, their press conference. And even their presence here just feels like they're kind of all over the place. They are. With stuff. And I think that stuff is largely pretty solid. 
Well, it's a good machine. Their hardware story is a good one. It's, it's really powerful. All them flops, bro. I don't know if it's a good one, well, but it's a powerful I mean, one. It's a powerful one. But And the story around that power is a good one. I don't know if it's going to be enough to get people that haven't gone in the Xbox direction for this generation to get off their asses and go and start buying Xbox One Xs, I think but those, it's, a, it's a pretty compelling story. I think those are the only people who are going to buy it because the, the S came out last year. It's got some kind of 4K... Features and now they're saying, okay, now we got a 600 bones Canadian, yeah. 500 US for a brand new piece of hardware that's got to be compatible with a four year old piece of hardware with the original Xbox, so any game, or Xbox One. So any games that could play on this thing got to be, be able to play on the old hardware. So I just feel like it's a it's this awesome, awesome little machine that they're never going to fully tap the potential of. I know, and I, I had to question uh, same, my same conversation with Aaron. I, I said, why not just start the new generation now and make it Xbox 2 or whatever you're going to call it, but have it play all the Xbox stuff that's already come out? That would be great. That would be a great story right It's now. a luxury machine, yeah. and it's for people who just want to get their game's looking a little better, yeah. they, they have technology, they're early adopters, they have 4K set. Eventually, it's going to go from 499 down to 399 yeah. US. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it is what it is. We know what it is. It's, if you look at Forza, a game like Forza 7, they could, or Forza, is it 7? Or 7, we seven? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, that's amazing, by the way, <laughs> that we're all the way up to 7. Um, you look at a game like Forza 7, they could have that game on a CRT running on an Xbox 360, and it would look amazing. Like, I know. That game looks incredible. I don't know how much more incredible it looks than yeah. if I was playing it on an Xbox I, One. If it blew smoke at you, right? Yeah. Like, that, that if would, it blew you, if it blew that you. would be better. I ended the sentence there. Yeah. Jose. <laughs> X blow next. <laughs> what, what did you think of uh, the first-party stuff that they had for the Xbox um, yeah, first party stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sea of Thieves is, I feel like they're pumping a lot of energy into Sea of Thieves. Yeah. yeah. They're like making sure everybody's aware of Sea of Thieves. They had a big presentation last year, another presentation this year. I get it. Okay. I'm in. Let's let's just have that out. Um, I don't know, first party wise, it was an interesting year. I feel like throughout the press conferences, it didn't feel like anybody was trying to step on dicks this year. Yeah. Nobody was really talking. There was a switch in Minecraft at the Xbox press conference, no right. PlayStation, which was weird. Right. Uh, but it was just like, it was the nicest E3 company-wise. I feel like everybody was just excited about games again. Microsoft was like putting all their energy into this new console. And then Nintendo had some big announcements. I mean, a couple Metroid games? Yeah. A couple Metroid games? Yeah. I think, yeah. all right. I think what Xbox did, uh, maybe to their detriment, was focus on games that are coming out mostly this year. Like, yeah. they didn't want to go too far ahead. We saw that. We saw Sony do that. We saw Nintendo do that. Microsoft said, we're going to focus on what's here and now. No Gears, no Halo, no mention of either yeah. other than backwards compatibility. So, I mean, that's good. Focus on what people are going to be playing this year, but uh, there wasn't really enough hype for, other than showing Anthem, which is, you know, cross-platform anyway. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of hype for stuff coming out later on. I think they could have used a, a pinch more of that here. Ori. We're going to get a new Ori game. I, I was yeah. a little disappointed that wasn't here yeah. at the show. I mean, yeah. that that was one of my favorite games. You know, all of, all of us love that game. It was yeah. a Game of the Year contender. Yeah. And they kind of trotted out that beautiful trailer and then not at the show. And, and I, think, I think you're right that the really big story with Microsoft isn't the Xbox One X. It's the fact that they don't really have a franchise other than Halo to pin it on. Like, Forza's cool, but Forza's a, a niche racing game. Like, it's not, at least Horizon, more people like. Like, yeah. you gotta wanna, like, drive on the lines for Forza 7. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, you have to be a meticulous. I, know, I don't mean to take away racer. from it. You know, yeah. that's a cool game, and Sea of Thieves is a, is a, I had a lot of fun with it, but that, like, requires 
a co-op party, like they're big, like here's our first person, first, par first party boom. Like yes. Sony yeah. had seven of those. Yeah. Even though we've already seen those before, you just kind of feel like they're really investing there. Right. Microsoft is still sort of saying, we're going to be the everywhere, the everything See, this system. This was my big comment about the Xbox stuff, is that they used to be a company, they had to be a company because they were going up against some Japanese juggernaut, you know, hardware manufacturers with this American message of like, we can be in the living room with our console. So they invested heavily on a bunch of different platforms, a bunch of different, you know, hopeful franchises, but lots of IP. And then they systematically shut down so much of that stuff. Yeah that it really has come to a detriment, become a detriment for the company, and when they do things like this backwards compatibility and they showcase an era where they used to reach yeah. a lot more, it becomes amplified. It and highlights just, what's yeah. missing yeah. here. And that's too bad because games like State of Decay 2, I mean, State of Decay, you and I played yeah. reviewed, yeah. and both really dug it, and one of the complaints that we both had was, it's a little janky, it needs a little bit more of a budget, it needs to be bigger. Well, they're doing that, right? They're yeah. actually funding that game. Uh, tra Crackdown 3, plays like Crackdown 1. It's it's not going to be perfect, it's a little floaty, but it's pretty big and bold in Crackdown. Like, yeah. they're, they're playing an okay game here, but I just don't think there was anything explosive from them. Right. And they're they're trying to sell us a $500 system. Yeah. You need yeah. something explosive to really get yeah. people involved in it. Yeah. One, one thing I will say is, I mean, especially when showing off the Xbox One X, really only saw the, I felt like you only saw the power in a game like Anthem and then the Metro game looked like, oh, this is yeah. something that looks different than what current games look like. Yep. But I feel like they, you know, again, going back to games like Crackdown, even announcing PUBG, which it's just a huge thing that it's Xbox exclusive. I mean, you can play it on PC, but yeah. the fact that they picked up something like that that doesn't really look the best. Yeah. yeah. Right. But they have a lot of these games that, all right, sh sh where's the power? Where's the hardware going to be? Yeah. It'll be able to get those hundred players online. See, this is the big thing with 4K gaming in general, right? Like we still have to ask half the time: Is this 4K? Is this running in 4K? And like, yeah, that was a big. We shouldn't have to ask that. Like, we should know it. Right? I spoke to an exec there. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, I'll remember his name and I'll I'll uh, tweet about it. But um, I spoke to someone there, and I, that was a question I asked him. I said, you know, when I plugged in my Xbox One S. I remember plugging it in and then kind of staring at the screen going like, did I get it working? Am I in HDR? And I'm like checking my sources and it's, it's hard to get working. Yeah. So I asked them with this system, are you going to walk people through that so that they know like if you see it, if you see this image, you are in 4K. Yeah. And they said to me that they are very aware of that and they are working on making some sort of process as you're setting the system up that will let you know that you are seeing it in 4K. Right. That's cool, also kind of a problem. Yes. Yeah. I, I did the same thing with my, my PS4 Pro. I, I, I First time I played, I'm like, yeah, this looks great in 4K, and I realized I was playing a game that didn't have like a 4K patch. <laughs> like, right. Oh, yeah, that's just a lot of, uh, you know, me projecting the what I think it's going to be. power of positive thinking, yeah. 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 Well, there's so much of that in games anyways, right? Like, all of our memories are in 4K, aren't they? Right. Like, haven't we always been playing yeah. 4K yeah. games? Yeah, <laughs> my memory is in, like, uh, like, an Atari, what is that, a couple K, maybe. All right, well, let's talk about a, a score, then, for the Xbox. What would you guys rate the presence of Xbox here at, at E3? I give it an 8. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, gonna go that high? I'm, I'm, I'm at a seven. I feel like... So much lower than an well, eight. Well, I feel oh like they God. I feel like they brought a nice story with the Xbox One S and they certainly show the diversity in their third party support. Needed more first party, needed more reasons to be really pumped up about this next technological jump. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of pop. Uh, you know, opening, opening with Forza, 
again, like Ben says, that's kind of a, that's kind of a niche game, niche product, and it shows off the power of the machine. But it's just like it's just not a not grabby. So yeah. a solid sort of you know a lot of solid stuff. Nothing that really leapt out uh, seven for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go with a seven. Safe show. Uh, exciting, sort of, if you have the money and the TV yeah. to get into the Xbox One X. But they, they, yeah, they just played it safe. They played I, a little too safe. I think it's pretty safe. exciting if you've done the PS4 thing and you're set up there, and suddenly you've got a really powerful machine that plays all those eras of Xbox. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But they needed more new stuff to keep us freaking crazy. But let's talk about uh, the uh, Nintendo presence, um, which wasn't you know completely packed with different types of games. Oh, it was packed. Yeah, it was, filled, it was packed with people. Uh, but Mario Odyssey, obviously, stole the show. Foobs, what did you think of uh, the Nintendo presence this year? Uh, again, I liked it. It's, it's weird because when you have something like E3, you have the big press conferences from Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. Nintendo feels like it's under the radar. And unless you're following Twitter or you know people in the media that are talking about it, yeah. you can miss it. And I didn't even know there were people like, what, you got one Zelda game? You're like, no, we got two new Zelda games coming. There's more Mario Odyssey. There's going to be DLC for yeah. their games coming out this it's year. Like, like, it is. It's like sprinkling of information that happens all week long, doesn't it? Yeah. It's that thing. That's yeah. by design. I mean, I talked to Reggie about that after seeing the spotlight. I was like, you know, it feels like, it feels like yeah. <laughs> we're talking games, a journey. Um, it's just like nothing happens. Uh, and, and, but it was like 30 minutes, and I'm thinking, why wasn't this an hour? Yeah. You could have. You, we, there's so many questions. What happened to the NES Classic? What's the SNES Who's Classic? Who's making much Metroid? Where's Prime the online 4? thing? Yeah. Who's making Metroid? I mean, yeah. like all we have are questions. What's happening with Pokemon Go? Yeah. Mobile? Where's like, Fire Emblem? So many questions, and all they did was kind of come out there and be like. Here's a couple cool Switch games. Here's Mario, Nintendo out. But then, no, it's like we got tournaments, we got this. They play E3 for the fans. They do not play E3 for the headlines anymore. Yeah, right. And it makes it feel like they don't do a lot here. But they actually are probably oh, yeah. the busiest of yeah, all they three. have the tournaments, which actually look like they get went, went off really well. Yeah. So you play a developer in a game, and you think you're good. Yeah. And then the developer of the game smokes you. Yeah. You're just like... And ARMS actually looks like a, an amazing game to watch. It's you a know? fun game to watch, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, who would have thought that you know a, a motion control punching Nintendo game would actually be kind of a fun spectator. I mean, not, a, not an e-sport, but a, yeah. a fun sport to watch, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then they had their, their big booth done up as a new, I, I can never say New Donk City yeah. with a straight face. So the booth <laughs> done up as New Donk City. you got to be careful when you say that, don't you? From, yeah, especially uh, because it's a Nintendo game. I think, I think Ben needs a New Donk. <laughs> <laughs> We'll that right now. But uh, no, I mean, they have a beautiful booth. They have a lot of games. Nintendo's in a position now where this year they've got two games that are basically going to be vying for Game of the Year. They've got yeah. Zelda and Super Mario Odyssey, which is exactly as, as amazing as we thought it was. Yeah. So, I mean, I did not, last year, I did not predict this for the Switch. I did not think the Switch, I thought the Switch was going to die. I thought it was a stupid idea. I thought they were like not, they were, they were trying to combine a home console with a portable console. It's not going to work. Damn, was I wrong. A lot of us were wrong. They yeah. are just destroying it. And I mean, they got a lot of other good games. Got Mario plus Rabbids is awesome. You know, they got like a, like a solid lineup. Headline by Super Mario Odyssey and this piece of hardware that everybody loves. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think they did this year kind of what they did last year. I mean, they had a few more games here, but this was all about Super Mario Odyssey. And I am all about Super Mario Odyssey. It's ridiculous. It's so dense. Like, I, I don't think of Mario games as being dense. I think of them as being long. Like, yeah. you're going to play, you're going to explore different levels, it's going to kind of keep, it's going that direction. This game feels like it's going 
vertically. Well, like, oh, there's totally. so many things to discover on these. We only played two little levels, and I could have been there for five hours. And Mario, just like in a five-foot radius, does so many things. Yeah. Like, he's never, he's throwing his hat, he's jumping on his hat, he's spinning yeah. around. It's, holy crap, and it's, it's so fast, too. It's a master class in creative yeah. platform game design. Like, yeah. no one does this as well as these guys, and no. they're yeah. clearly bringing it to bear. I also was excited about the fact that we talked about ARMS, but with, with, with ARMS and the new characters in that game, with Splatoon 2, with this kind of new blood infusion that they have with yep. Mario, you feel like they're turning that corner. We didn't see really uh, Miyamoto much here. We saw him on Ubisoft stage briefly. Yep. That was it. You know, obviously, uh, Wadasan's no longer with us, but th that old kind of guard of Nintendo feels like they're moving out a little bit and we're seeing the new blood come in and that is the most exciting thing to me about yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, I interviewed the Splatoon guys and it was an amazing conversation to just sort of feel like how they do their whole process and we've heard Miyamoto mention this before that they start with mechanics before anything, they get the gameplay right, they said that they had uh, two blobs of tofu that could shoot uh, ink at each other, that's how Splatoon started. And you, it really hammered home that that's what the company really thinks like. They Not just Miyamoto, but sort of corporate-wide, they start with just fun, game, twitchy gameplay that we're going to connect with, and they connect with, and then they add the characters and all that stuff later. And then for us to care about those characters, it's a pretty big deal, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean they're really good at it. Did you play anything in their booth? Did you, did you play yeah, Odyssey or? I Well, I was, you know, I was going to wait in line. <laughs> um, it, the line yesterday was capped <laughs> to play Mario at noon. Yeah. E3 closed at 6. Yeah. People were waiting in line for six hours. Can we actually give a, a round of applause to all the people at E3 that had to hold up a, a, a sign that oh, said yeah. the line is over right here? Also, a round back. of applause yeah. for all of the people who bought tickets here and came. Now, I know it didn't make my life easy. It was difficult. No. It was a difficult show. But to come here, to spend the money they spent to come here, and to like have smiles on their faces their joy, while standing yeah. in line for eight hours, like yeah. you really felt like, oh, the fans, these are needs good an extra people. day. The show does. now, it shouldn't if, be, if they're going to be, be doing both. this, they yeah. need to absolutely yeah. open it up another day. It needs to be like yeah. TGS, like two yeah. press yeah. days, two public days. Yeah. Let us all mix together. It's going to be like Nintendo. That's like when the fans are at E3. Nintendo is a company that's really going to benefit from that. I mean, yeah. it's. No, no, nobody else has the diehards. Nobody else has anybody else has fans who are going to line up for six hours to play yeah. ten minutes of a game. Or there is a three-hour lineup to play Arms, and Arms is out tomorrow. It's out. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. out today. Yeah. yeah. What day is this? <laughs> no, People it's. People are lining up to play a game. They could go by right now yeah. just because I don't, I don't know. There's something about the. They're curious, man. They want to know. They want to try before they buy. I know. Yeah, I walk by playing it. I'm like, what are you guys waiting in line for? Yeah. <laughs> Literally here. I have it on my <laughs> Switch. <laughs> Just go out, just go get your Switch, go play. <laughs> that brings me to a big, a big point that I want to make about uh, Nintendo. We've got Switch games and we've got 3DS games. I'm excited as hell about the new 2D uh, Metroid game that's coming to the 3DS. I want to play that on my Switch. I, I want there to be a decision here about where this software is going that benefits 60, everybody. 60 million 3DS is out in the wild, I, I believe. Know, I, I know. don't think they're going to, they, they just, until they get that Switch install base up high enough that they feel that they can like tr start transferring it, they just don't want to. They're like, look, we, we, we can sell so much software I on understand thing, the you know? business decisions, but yeah. as a gamer, I oh, don't yeah, want to be right shut out you. of yeah. being able to play that where I want to play it. They've yeah. also got to get the, uh, the battery life extended. You know, I think yeah. a Switch, the next generation of Switch, maybe that's the one where the Switch and the 3DS will merge, but yeah. I mean, three hours isn't enough on the go, you know? Yeah. Switch Box One. Switch Box One. 
so I mean, it, it is it is interesting how they're having to kind of carve up their franchises and put that. I want to play that 2D Pikmin. Yeah, you know, I like the 3DS. It still proves itself every time I open it. It's a good machine, but the Switch has stolen my heart. Well, it's going to sell you. They're going to sell you copies of games on both platforms. That sounds like a dream come true. <laughs> well, that's Zelda's got two like successful platforms. That's, that's right. Games on. There used to be more companies who did that, right? I know, right? But, but I mean, this is the new Nintendo. They are yeah. going to put their stuff everywhere. You know, we're. They didn't talk about the next Pokemon Go or whatever, Super Mario Run. Like, they're succeeding everywhere right now that yeah. they're trying. That's why I was surprised that their spotlight was only about the Switch. Even though we're all excited about the Switch, right. this is a company that has a lot of irons they in the are fire. They succeeding and everywhere like they're doing it, right? Like yeah, the so theme why park not? Stuff and like if they do a Super NES classic thing, that's going to go yeah. insane. Well, they'll sell a million of them and then they'll say they don't yeah, have, no can't make broken. anymore and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I read some tweet that said uh, the announcement is going to be they're going to make one of them and the live stream will be Bill Trinan destroying it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be, be good. <laughs> All right, so Nintendo's presence really was overshadowed by Mario. There was nothing else really that could even come close to the effectiveness of the plumber. And it's freaking incredible that we're getting a Zelda and a Mario in the same year. But we got to score. I mean, they had FIFA, they had Splatoon 2, they, sh they showed some arms, they, they showed a little bit of uh, eSports, they got uh, Metroid, at least a logo for a, a Switch version of Metroid. <laughs> they got a logo, <laughs> Pokemon RPG, that they don't have a logo for that yet. Right now, right now, a piece of paper, no, no. got to make a Pokemon RPG. <laughs> yeah, actually I did play the one that was at the Ubisoft booth, which was weird, which was the Rabbids and uh, Mario. Yeah. Yeah. XCOM, Mario, really Rabbids, that. XCOM. I it was yeah. really fun to play that damn game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really surprised, again, by Nintendo's presence here. I wanted more stuff, more third party would be nice, uh, but not bad for a first year for this machine, right? For yeah. the Nintendo Switch? What, yeah. are you, what are you going to give it, Steve? Uh, I mean, just on the strength of Mario alone, I almost want to give them a 9. I know yeah. that the, the, they had a solid lineup, Mario plus Rabbids, they had you know, Splatoon 2. They had a solid lineup that was anchored by this this game that we're all just, that we all can't wait for, yep. and you know, successful booth, great fan presence. I think overall, they're they're probably a nine. Voops. Uh, I'm giving them an eight and a half because the line was too long for me to play Mario. Could have got a nine. <laughs> Could have got a nine. Yeah. <laughs> they let me into play. I'm gonna be the dick. Uh, I'm gonna go with an eight, and the yeah. reason is I, I that that line you just spit out, which I wish there was more third party. Yeah. I wish there was a lot more third party. Right. I'm getting a little bit know. of that. I know, but I don't want to hear that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I spoke to Reggie about this very thing, and I said, you know, what's going on there? And he said to me, the journey, <laughs> Jeff Keeley, the journey, that's all he said to me. <laughs> I didn't understand what it that's meant. That's all he says. But, uh, but you know, his, his point was like, you know, we bring them in with the first party, and then they say, where's FIFA? Where's Skyrim? And then we give it to them, and I'm thinking, no, they don't say that. They say, where's Mordor? Where's Call of Duty? Like, they're still blocking themselves off in their garden. I don't love that, so I'm giving them an 8 for now. But, I mean, they have the best game here. You, so. you just went, you just made it go from an 8.5 to a 9 for me when you said Skyrim. When I, when I realized you could put the Zelda so Amiibo I'm, I'm in there. I'm a dick, but I got I some extra points. Because so. Skyrim is yeah, on nice. everything now, including right. the Apple I raised Watch. their score. Yeah, but yes, that that was amazing. And also the the uh, Star, uh, star the UB Starlight. Toronto? Starlight, Starlight Battle for Alpha? Starlight. Starlight. No, Starlight. wait. Yes. That's, not a, that's not Switch. It's on Switch. Oh, well, yeah, I, I saw it on an Xbox. Them. Yeah, okay. it's on all of them. But it's also going to be on a Switch. Yeah. Switch had a strong showing. I'm giving them a 9 as well. All right, now let's talk about the PlayStation showing here at E3. 
Uh, they had arguably one of the best ever, I think, last year. I think yeah. they, were, they completely were like, wow! Screwed themselves. They yes. had such a good yeah. showing last year. Yeah. Shot themselves yeah. in the foot. Yeah, they, yeah. they had three like massive surprises last year. Yeah. And then we see this press conference. You know, it's, or the, we you see the games. That, a lot of great games here, but they're like, you didn't drop these three big bombs on us. Yeah. The thing about Sony, though, and this is, I, I mean, I don't want, I know we don't want to talk about the press conferences too much because I always should, we should not talk about the press yeah. conferences too much, but their press conference was a, a show. It was yeah. an actual show. They had fire, they had explosives, they had like zombies. Dangling zombies. Yeah. And they had a lot of sizzly videos for a lot of games that ain't coming out this year. Yeah. It was like, here's, again, it's not like, here's what forward to. In not year coming out, but not playable. Yes, Even for E3 judges, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and we were trying to play some of these things to vote on them. Couldn't play Spider-Man. Couldn't play God of War. They, well, not only could you not play God of War, all they had was the trailer. The yeah. They yeah. had a video. Cool I mean, like, about the video. It, this is the problem. It's not just that the games that they had here we had already heard about. It's that they just didn't have anything. They didn't have a great play experience no. at E3. It didn't feel yeah, like you could sit down and like fall into games. Like last year, even though they had all these new games that we just sort of sat and talked to them about God of War. I sat and played Horizon yeah. in their little bit backstage booth. Yeah. This year, I played Everybody Golf. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, no. you're not level pegging. It's, like, it's cute that it's back, but that's yeah, not yeah. what we are into the PlayStation 4 next-gen kind of space right. for. I mean, it was just a weird showing. It feels like Sony, going back to their press conference, just showed us everything that they talked about last year, or yeah. showed us last year. Yeah. Well, so, was, see, they kind of did what Xbox should have done to sell the PS4 year? Pro. <laughs> That's what Xbox should have done this year to, sh to sell the Xbox One X, even though it would have pissed, pissed us off next year because they wouldn't be ready still. It, <laughs> it, was, it, it worked for Sony, because last year I think a lot of people bought PS4 Pros and going, oh my god, I get to play God of War yeah. really a long time from now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's something that you show us. I know we'd seen it before, we'd seen Spider-Man, we'd seen God of War, but I mean, those games are looking amazing. Look amazing. I mean, yeah. I, 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 when we saw the Spider-Man trailer for the first time, I thought, okay, this is something they manufactured. You know, this is just like a, a gameplay target. No, that was the actual yeah. gameplay. That was yeah. that was like the live gameplay demo. It was what we saw. I'm like, I can't believe this. I can't believe they're 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 taking like the Arkham sort of combat feel and and Spider-Maning it and and going back to Spider-Man 2 where we could swing through Manhattan. It's like everything I wanted a Spider-Man game. I just, I just would like to have a little sooner. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. they're handling it well. I was really surprised that Sucker Punch didn't show up this year. Yep. I was. I thought this was the I ran Sucker into Punch Nate Fox year. And yeah. I asked him about that, and I told him like all of us were thinking. Everybody in the video game industry thought Sucker Punch was going to do Spider-Man, and it was a big surprise. And when Insomni well, Insomniac is doing everything now. Yeah. They're making every video game. Yes. So I was really surprised that they uh, that they weren't here, and I think that was like the thing that bummed me out, is the things that were here. Even the new Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Yeah. I watched that demo, and it was just like explosions. It was like yeah. just explosion after explosion. I made a comment after watching the videos uh, at the press conference <laughs> when I was streaming, is yeah. that there is a a similar quality to the human uh, designs across almost all of the PlayStation games. Yeah. And you could almost cut them, to, and the way they played their trailers, it felt like a movie with all of these things cut together, you yeah. know? And it, I feel like they need a little bit more, um, you know, animated stuff. Like Sly or, Cooper. Yeah, a little more crazy. It almost know? feels like it, yeah, it's like the Dark Tower. Stylized. It's one universe where yes. all of these things exist, yes, you know? Yes, Ready Player One. On yeah, you know, it yeah. feels like it's one note at this point. Yeah. I think also games like Days Gone aren't showing great. We're a little tired of zombies. Yeah. I think yeah. that um, <clears throat> Detroit, while I think it, it looks really pretty and really cool, yeah. also, and you know, it's, story. it's a David Cage, so, yeah. we, you know, we're yeah, all yeah. a little, we're treading lightly there, you yeah. know? One game that I do want to talk about 
uh, is one of their PSVR games, and you know, the VR did not have a very big presence here. No. Uh, you know, I think Oculus had a couple things that were great that were tucked away. Yeah. Sony's still the only one that's really kind of pushing it. There's a game called uh, Star Child, and that was in their uh, the Metroid uh, kind of thing. Well, it was in their presser, and yeah. it was like just what didn't look good. Yeah. But I played it in their booth. That's playful, right? It's playful. The guys yeah. who made Lucky's Tale. It's yeah. incredibly awesome. Yeah. It's like a diorama. You look around. You have this, you know, this platformer with this, uh, you know, this little uh, female, you know, a heroine from a, you it's know, Samus Aran. Yeah, it's just like Samus. <laughs> yeah. But like, you look in. I didn't want to say it. You look in and you kind of do this, and you can see what she's seeing uh, so on that two D plane. Yeah. Very cool stuff. But it just doesn't show. You have yeah. to yeah. stick this thing yeah. on your face. That's so, the old problem, dilemma, right? Yeah. 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 But they had it there. So I they like got playful, work. and actually, that surprised me that Lucky's Tales coming to the Xbox One X yeah. for yeah. Xbox One. Ah. Yeah, that looks so good, man. Yeah, no, I know it sucks that it's not VR. That's but the thing with that game is it's in VR. It's but not, it, I mean, no, but like I like more of these cartoony. Ah. Like, let's get a little esoteric, like Crash Bandicoot coming back. This is great good. ukulele. You should. Yeah. Well, they were showing like the Lucky Sail first, so I thought it was Conker coming back, and all of a sudden, yeah. that's, that's a character they can bring back. That would yeah. actually jazz people up. Bring Conker back, do another Crimson Skies. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm happy for Playful, because that, I mean, they delivered on Lucky's Tale on Oculus. Nobody played that game. More people will see Lucky's Tale. Now they're on PSVR. I think that's going to be cool. Uh, but the PlayStation, you know, I think really was an underwhelming sort of reveal overall because we had seen all so much of this stuff. You know, Battlefront had a great presence. It was fun to play Battlefront on the floor. Yeah. And that game is going to be dope. But, you know, I wanted more from, more surprise, more yeah. shocks. I mean, like, yeah. they showed the game The Impatient that I thought was going to be like some sort of Half-Life kind of creepy thing. The, yeah. the look on that guy's face is like, are you in the Half-Life universe? This is where it's gonna happen. Yeah. Is this is where it happens right now. So many thinking. things where you think it's good. Is this Mouse Guard? Is it? No, it's a right? thing called Mouse. How is that not? Yeah, yeah. How is that not Mouse yeah. Guard? That's yes. the first thing I thought. I'm like, this is gonna be a Mouse Guard game. That's kind of cool. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it was just I was Spider-Man looks incredible. Yeah. I'm in already. I was that's, like, all right, that's the, game the, great. the game of the show, PlayStation-wise, I would say, right? Well, that, Which I mean, is yeah. shocking because we th we thought it was God of War the whole way, yeah. and then it turns out. They just did, this was a down year. I mean, I don't just think this was a down year for them because of the software issues that we're all talking about. It was also a down year because they didn't say anything about hardware at all. No. And this is a hardware company. Yeah. So like, they, you know, they didn't have to do a lot. I'm glad we don't get charts and shit at all their media briefings, yeah. but like, how about talking about new SKUs or, you know, there's been some rumors about them doing something portable again. Yep. I think we just needed, again, like a bang. Something not and not a bang in the middle of a theater, by the way. Yeah. No. Fake explosions. In 2017, yeah. fake explosions in a theater in 2017 yeah. in America is a little questionable. That's I was crazy. like, this taste level, I don't I felt a little yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um so I, I just think it wasn't a great So what do you give the Sony presence then? I'm giving three. them a six and a half. Yeah. And and I think last year they were they were my favorite, obviously. They yeah. were like a nine. Yeah. I just did not I say six and a half. When I by, by that, I just really mean what first they, party yeah, stuff. Yeah, how they surprised what us. What they did. Exactly. They had quality games, but I come to E3 not for quality yep. upcoming. You know, look, this I is come the for surprises. This is the show, right? Yeah. Surprises. I want stuff. surprises. I'm with you. I'm giving them a six. I mean, I, I'm sticking with my six that I gave them in the uh, in the stream. I, I want to play these games so bad, and I can't wait until next year. But yes, they were. It was disappointing in the surprise department. Jose, what are you giving him? I'm going to give him a seven, just because yeah. I like Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man looked amazing. Also Jewish, Spider-Man. <laughs> and little Miles did, Morales, come did, on, if you don't know Spider-Man. Did not know that. How about you, Steve? I don't necessarily need to be surprised. I mean, some surprises would have been nice, but the games they showed were amazing. Like, Spider-Man's amazing, God of War is amazing. Uh, I'll play some more Uncharted, you know. 
I, I think, again, they set the bar so freaking high last year yeah. that now, in comparison, we're disappointed. Enemy, yeah. Even yeah. though last year they were showing games that still aren't coming out until next year. Yeah. And we said, yeah, Sony, that looks awesome. So, I don't know. I mean, the fact that they so they didn't have a lot of surprises, but still a strong showing, is fine by me. They're doing Shadow of the Colossus again. That gives me, uh, that makes me turgid. So, for, I think it's a 7.5. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so, they had a bad show. So, better than Xbox. Better than Xbox, yeah. For you. For me, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. So, uh, and you gave them a what? Seven. Seven, okay. So, what are we doing? I guess it's, uh, well, Nintendo wins in our sort of showing yes. here, right? Yes, yes. We can't do math. You didn't, yeah, we're not you gonna did do not the say math. there was any yeah. math in this. And I was Sony not and for Xbox math. kind of close to even, I think maybe dipping a little bit in the Xbox favor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we wanted more. I want to talk a little bit about VR because it's still. You know, it's the second year worth of wave of this hardware being out there. The first year you've actually played games. Yeah, people have this stuff at home. It's finally playing VR games. Uh, and Bethesda came out big with three big VR announcements: a Doom, a Skyrim, and a uh, and a yeah Fallout 4. Blake, who's actually shooting this right now, he tried them all for me because I didn't want to squash my hair, and he he wanted to go barf. He wanted to go barf. He was ready to get sick. I'm sorry. Yeah. He tried them all for me because yeah. I didn't want to squash my hair. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the routine, can right? Can we just can we yeah? It's can, we that? can we review that? Can we review that policy? It's just a gag. It's not. I real. give that policy a two out of fucking ten. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Squash no, your but, hair. But the point is, it made him sick hair, to his stomach. I couldn't believe it. VR is still making that? people sick to you their stomach. You hear that, Bethesda? Your games make Blake sick. <laughs> I thought the VR presence was actually kind of muted this year. Yeah, I mean, Oculus really had a was. huge booth last year, ton of cool games that we saw for the first time. Uh, you know, Sony showed off a few VR titles. Ubisoft's got some interesting stuff happening on the VR side. Seriously, I was talking to some of the, the UB execs before the show, and they said for them, VR is still very much a research play than a revenue play. There's right. like the install base isn't there, uh, and it's not where they thought it would be by this point of 2017. So, I don't know. Did we? Did we jump on VR too soon? Or, uh, you know, I don't know. I wanted to talk about it, Ben. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like I should apologize to everybody about this. Uh, <laughs> I've been an evangelist for VR for a long time. I still believe in this. And I think it's too early well, to say. Tell them about the game. Yeah. So I mean, there was one spectacular video game that both Ben and I have been going at, on and on and on at about. E3, a game yeah. called Echo Arena. Now, yes. uh, this is made by Ready at Dawn, who are making a, a game called Lone Echo, which is a single-player yes. version. So this multiplayer version of a game called Lone Echo, Echo Arena. This is the company that made the Order 1666. Yeah, the and they've made some. They've made some better. They've made yep. some better games. But yeah. um, this is basically five-on-five five VR. Ender's Game. You are in the training scenario. It looks almost exactly like if you envision there are these walls in this zero-G space. And you propel yourself with the touch controllers by grabbing onto things and flinging yourself. And you kind of fly in zero-G and you can use wrist kind of mounted rockets to, to cor course correct. You grab like a, a ball, like a football, and you like have to lob it into a thing. You're flying up here trying to lob it into a thing. It is super great. It's one of the best games I've played this year. It's like, one of the best uh, games uh, of the uh, show. Like, of something that's coming up. Oh you know? my, it's the best demos, best teases. It combines the, the social ideas of yeah. VR that like, you know, Zuckerberg goes on and on about. It's going to change the world. This makes you feel like, I was playing with uh, our friend Greg Miller, one yeah. of our, 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 our colleagues, and uh, there's a way to punch in the game. You can punch people. And the dazism. <clears throat> I kept punching Greg Miller. He, float, he just 
just went floating by, and I'm like, you know, kind of funny. And, and you could grab their helmets and, uh, and push off of them. And but he would scream amazing. at me, Silverman! Yeah. Like, and it was like, he looks like Greg. He's moving around. And you're, and you're saying, pass, pass, I'm open, I'm open. And you pass the Frisbee. And I had so much it fun. It's goal. just such it's a incredible. fun game. And that game makes you feel like this can only be done in VR. Yes. Um, so there's still life. There's just not a lot of it. Yeah, and honestly. It's, it's behind closed doors life. Where's the Star Wars VR, right? The thing that will sell last year. year, but where's the the update, you know? And that drove me nuts that there wasn't any VR. We still, we still need the hardware to get there, you know? Yeah. The, the Vive and the Oculus are still expensive. They need, they need expensive PCs. We need an untethered, you know, very high res, very, uh, uh, you know, like one-to-one -one most perfect motion tracking VR. When we get there, that's when VR takes off. When you yeah. don't need to be tethered to something, when, when it, the tracking is perfect. When it doesn't make Blake sick. When it doesn't make Blake sick. We don't right. really care. We don't get Blake, Blake. Yeah. That's when VR takes off. I think that's, like, like, that's why it's not catching just yet. Is people still look at these giant weird headsets and yeah. and you know it's a pain. In, it's a pain in the ass to set up. I, I haven't touched my vibe in months because it's a freaking pain to put up the lighthouse sensors and hook everything up and have, yeah. you know the giant cable snaking around behind you. So. Yeah, I mean, the software is starting to catch up. We just need the hardware to sort of get there, too. Okay, well, let's, um, so VR, that's kind of, I think, a common refrain here. Let's talk about our favorite games that we've played that we're looking forward to. I'm going to say let's cap it at three, our three favorite experiences, and then after we've all done that, we can sort of, sort of pick our game of this show. Uh, well, a game that was shown very briefly at the Xbox press conference that I don't think it's not, even, it's not coming out till late next year, maybe 2019. It's called The Last Night. Yes. Oh, it yeah. looks like flashback Blade Runner looks craziness. Looks really slick, yes. And that's from the, the Raw Fury guys. So I got to go at their booth and like talk to the guy, one of the guys who's making the game. And he was just like, we're trying to take this. And he flattens it. It's like a 2D old school, like, you know, one of those Lucas games. And he's like, we're trying to take this, but then we're going to pop it out in a 3D. And then we're going to add this crazy lighting. And he's doing it in like real time. And I'm like, are you making the game right now? Because this is phenomenal how this is happening in front of my eyes. But it's it's an, it's just an, a beautiful thing that to see. That was a showstopper in the Xbox conference Because it's sure, like, yeah. wait, what, what exactly is this going to be? Yeah. They're still making it, so it's like, I'm not quite sure. But he was talking to me about how they would like to fledge out the story and what they want to do with the game. And I'm Great like, all choice. right. You got two more. Th that's up there. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. I want to play Spider-Man so bad. Yeah. And then seeing it and how much it does remind me of how the first Arkham game felt the first time I played it. Yeah. But now in the world of Spider-Man. Uh, so that's up there. And then Anthem. Yeah. I saw. I mean, I got to see that at the EA press conference and it was nothing. And then they showed it at the Xbox press conference and I was like, all right. <laughs> yep. This is like, it's a crazy like Destiny Borderlands, crazy Iron loot Man. drops, Iron Man, Dark yeah. Void-ish kind of-ness in there. Yeah. Uh, and it just looks incredible on the new hardware. So, yes, those Pretty are my choices, games. brother. Yeah, Ben Silverman. Uh, you know, I want to focus a little bit more on games that I actually I, I played Wrong. or yeah. experienced. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to talk just general presence at the show, I think the biggest surprising, exciting thing for me was Beyond Good and Evil yeah. Two. Yeah. And I know Steve got to experience, uh, you know, as, uh, talking to Michelle Ansel and and his team about the game getting a little tech demo, which is spectacular. But it's so far out and it's yeah. so early, I can't pick it as like a game it's of show thing. 17 years we've been waiting and we've still got another three. Yeah, probably. but yeah. there's great stuff going there. I know Steve's gonna wanna talk about that because he's, he's yeah. uh, he was very excited. So I'm gonna leave that for him. I just wanted to mention it. Um, the three games probably for me that I'm like really most excited to be playing right now, uh, for sure, number one for me is, is Odyssey. I think that that's just that's the game here. That's that's the Mario game. Odyssey. Yeah, that's yeah. the game. Like everyone's talking about. Also, Shadow of War, Middle Damn of Shadow of War. Both of <laughs> we have great taste. Um, I'm a huge fan of of, uh, of Mordor. I played it a ton, a that ton. Played amazing, all the DLC. Yeah. 
And uh, I was a little bit like I'd seen the Fortress stuff a few times, but I was really excited to see the open world stuff, and I did, and it's just super rad. Yep. So many great abilities, this incredible RPG system now worked in, all kinds of currencies, and it's just like, it's an everything game. This is like an everything game. Totally. So I'm totally on board with that. And then I think for my other choice, I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with Spider-Man. Like I'm excited, really genuinely excited to be playing that game. Awesome. I didn't get to, you know, didn't get hands-on with it, but, but of, hands on in it. the Sony booth, be yeah. Because God of War is still just a trailer, I have to yeah. withhold my, and, my my vote there. And how far um, have we come that a superhero video game closes out the show like that? You totally, know? it's Stunning. a big deal. Yeah. Steve, what do you, what were your faves? <laughs> we have a problem here because Bannon actually took not just all three of mine, all four of mine by talking about Beyond Good and Evil too. <laughs> well done, well done. Gotcha. Um, I mean, we we didn't we didn't see a lot of Beyond Good and Evil too, but we got to go in and talk to to Michelle and Sal, see the concept art, see a tech demo that. The universe they're building around this game is so ambitious. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure they're going to be able to do it. On the original Xbox, though, you could feel that it was much more than just this cartoony thing that they delivered. You know, with the accents and the craziness and the actual threat of real violence and all. Like, it was much more mature and richer than the technology probably allowed for, and now the technology allows for it, right? Yeah, it's getting there. I mean, uh, they're planning to make this like an open world, multiple world, multiple cities, wow. RPG, skills, <laughs> skill system, character creation. Peter Molyneux on this one? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, okay. But I mean, the demo, they, they, they showed, <laughs> in the demo, they, they zoomed out from like outside of the planet, into the city, into the, like the statue, the big statue of Ganesh in the city, then into the, like the rivets on the statue. Wow. Like that's what the engine can do. This thing is still three, four, five, <laughs> eight Way years away. It's going to be a twenty-year development. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. For this game. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was the one that actually gave me, give me the shivers, yeah. just because they're so passionate about the universe and what they want to do with this, these characters, the story. But for actual stuff that, that may come out in our lifetimes, uh, yeah, Shadow, Shadow of War. I. Mortar is one of the few games I've played through twice. I don't have a lot of time to play games once. Right. Never mind twice. Yeah, I finished Mortar twice. And Shadow of War is taking Mortar. everything great about Mortar, expanding the world, adding, making it look better. Adding more character. More, yeah, more yeah. ways to, to chop orcs' heads off. So that was great. Uh, I mean, as Ben said, I'm just, just going to parrot Ben here. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is the, is the game of the show. I mean, it's we had 20 minutes hands-on with it, and and I could have just played that again and again and oh, again. I actually screamed Must be nice. I had to yeah. stop when I said, thank you for playing. No! <laughs> <laughs> and I probably could have played that demo like five times and done five different you know yes. things or five different missions within these little worlds. Totally. And, and then, yeah, Spider-Man. I mean, we've been waiting for a good Spider-Man game for so many years since Spider-Man 2 was really the last great Spider-Man game. And what Insomniac is doing with... with the combat in the game and the open world exploration. I'm not super sold on like what looks like a lot of sort of quick timey events, but they were like quick to say, okay, look, it's not gonna be full of quick time events. We just gotta sell certain set piece spectacular moments of the game, yeah. and that's the best way to do it interactively. But I mean, that game just looks phenomenal. So, what Ben said, basically, <laughs> in your words, yeah. ditto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, Spider-Man is in there for me. We don't need to say much more about that. I've always loved the character in video games, anyways, and this is the team to make us a good new one. Uh, Mario Odyssey as well. I think what surprised me was just the mobility in the character right away. Was just like, what? You can do all of these things, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, but uh, I, I would also say uh, a game that looks really interesting to me because it's almost like the uh, the straight ahead kind of answer to crackdown is agents of mayhem from uh, volition which actually looks insane and fun and 
super heroic, and they did a lot of that stuff with Saints Row, but then it feels like they're leaning into that, that kind of uh, crackdown, kind of crack juice, and I think it might actually be a better, it might be a better crackdown than Crackdown 3. I'm actually looking forward to comparing the two of them. Um, and the other game that I, I really am fired up for, because I'm, I'm a nut bar for this stuff, is Star Wars Battlefront 2. I think that this is, uh, this is the smorgasbord of everything we've ever wanted in one of these. It reminds me of the pandemic Battlefront 2, which was like over-delivered. It but is it, the second ever Star Wars Battlefront 2. But it, it all looks like the movie now. It looks so glossy and cool and, uh, you looks, know, but unbelievable. The thing, the thing with Battlefront, I'm excited for Battlefront. They show, a, they've heavily focused on multiplayer because obviously that's what a lot of people are going to do. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what single player is all about. Yeah. Because they brought out Janina at the EA Play event and she yeah. was, for rehearsal, super like crazy enthusiastic about Star Wars. She had her Star Wars leggings on. She brought her mom with her. She was like pumped for it. And I'm like, I want to, I want that to come off on screen. Yeah. And I want to experience that sort of energy. Well, I feel when like I'm there's the so much of a response to what people were complaining about. And, and that's the They're thing. They're really trying to make everybody a believer in this. And I want them to listen like they did for Titanfall. Because yeah. what they did with the Titanfall 2 single player was like, yes. Yeah. If you can do something like that, yeah. up into the mix for Star Wars, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I also just want to point out that this was not a really great year for indie games, which in the last couple of years has well, been such a big presence. Here, well, but no, in the last, yeah. remember, Sony Sony last year had, yeah. like, or a year or two ago, had like all these indie gamer, right. indie developers on stage. Yeah. Like, they, they, these companies have in the past planted their flags there. And this year, Microsoft did a little bit of that with Cuphead, yep. saw a little bit of the idea at Xbox stuff. A but way out. Below wasn't here. Right, there was a way out, which I don't know if you really call that indie, it sort of is, but yep. now it's funded by EA. Um, but one game I want to talk about is a Devolver game called uh, Minute. Oh, I heard about this, yeah. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, uh, I think and it's Minutes. Min it might, no, it's like M-I-N-I-T is what okay. Minute, yeah. Okay. And it's a game, it's, it's a, essentially a roguelike, hate to use that word, but that's what it is. That's right. But you play for one minute and then you die. Yeah. So you run around this like weird black and white little kind of like 8-bit world and you like go somewhere and you get a sword and then you die. <laughs> and then any items you find, you keep. And basically, over the course of playing one minute at a time, the entire world resets, you have now, maybe you found a new item that can get you to a new place. So it's almost like a roguelike Metroidvania that you have to play one minute at a time. It's, it's, uh, got, like, it's uh, Groundhog Day. I, I, yeah, like, <laughs> I, listen man, I, I don't know if the game's gonna be fun or good, but cool. I like coming to E3 yeah. and seeing stuff like that. Like, that I, is I, crazy. I, that, Devolver is so freaking important They're so awesome. and awesome. Yeah. Absolver was, yeah. I, I, I think it's the best fighting game of the year. Like, I got it's so ambitious for the small team. Yeah. I mean, I want Mario, I mean, uh, Marvel versus Capcom, and we've got Injustice. Like Dragon Fighter X. There's, there's, there's a lot of good ones. But Absolver's just so freaking amazing, yeah. like chaining your your moves together and chaining, you know, your back foot to your front foot and adding weapons and customizing like crazy. Also, a shout out to Ubisoft for having yeah. a great showing, a yes. great press showing, yeah. touching our heartstrings, pulling our heartstrings, totally. having some really solid software across the board. For, Far Cry Five yeah. is super fun. Skull and Bones is super fun. South Park, that, I was laughing hysterically during that my demo. Fisher Price like. XCOM game that's coming from Nintendo and Ubi is really. Damn fun! And like it, when it was such yeah. a great break from all the 
the like carnage of the show. It was really cool. And the Toys to Life game, like who knows? Yeah. It's it's who a knows? big risk. Yeah, but it is they're a big trying risk. it. I mean, it feels like they're a little late to the game, but they're doing it in a way that nobody could have conceived of before. Building your spaceships on the fly. You're right. The Ubisoft was kind of a counterpoint. They 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 brought a lot of heart to their press conference, to yep. their presence at E3. They, I mean, they brought up Miyamoto. We saw the guy, the developer of uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, crying. You know? know, and Michel Ancel when he had announced Beyond Good and Evil, he's crying on stage, well, and they had feel... everybody up on stage to yeah. for that moment. And yeah, it's surprised they had like. And, and Eve Gilmore was the host of the damn thing. Yeah, you know, no Alicia, no Aisha Tyler, no big celebrity, no missteps. It was just all out of passion. Could've I love that. I love seeing team. Ash and. How, you were already how hired. into yeah. Assassin's Creed he was, yeah. you know, like how proud he was of, and that looked great too. Assassin's yeah. Creed Origins looks amazing. New Assassin's Creed looks good. Far Cry is a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play the crew, but Crew Two's got boats and planes in it. I might, I, mean, I might check that out. Yeah. South Park's hose. hilarious. So yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, Ubisoft's obviously not a not a platform, but as yep. a company, as a president at E3, they probably had the best show. So you're gonna give Game of the Show to Destiny Two, though? <laughs> can I just say? Can I just say? I, I played Destiny oh, 2. Actually, that was awesome. <laughs> I play. I got new capes. I got three new types. I got four new guns. Come on. I got new boots. Come on. A helmet. Four helmets. I, I, I peaced out of Destiny a long time ago. You've seen the guy with the horn. Guys, come on. We gotta get you in the horn. I know. Right. There's, right. there's like loot and games and weapons. Get the horn. Yeah. Okay. All you like millions of Destiny fans watching these guys mock the game. You know, I, I you know where I came from. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even want to really try it because I kind of lost interest in Destiny. But uh, oh god, Bungie, it's just so goddamn it's really slick. Fun. It's yeah, so good. We played it at the event, and it's great, man. Yeah. It's really fun. All right, let let us pick our game of the show, uh, Jose. Destiny two. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, what are you gonna pick? Um, I don't know. I mean, the, I, I wasn't really like. It sucks because mentioning the three games I was most excited for, they were not playable. Yeah. They weren't here. And so, like, the games that I really wanted to yeah. play, I didn't really get a chance to. Of the games that I actually got to play, Shadow of War yeah. was probably up there. It's a good pick. I mean, I went after this one boss twice in my demo, and he killed me. And he was like a sub-boss, and this guy killed me two times. And every time he killed me, he got promoted up. So I was like, screw it, I'm just going to go for a siege on the castle. I go for the siege, and the guy who was running the castle killed that guy for betraying him. Wow. He's like, you're a traitor! And I'm like, yes! Because <laughs> fuck that guy. That guy wiped me out two different times. So just little things like that, I'm like, all right, this game gets it. Yeah, with a, with a game that's filled with orcs, and you could have like a grudge against one of them, yeah. that's, a good, that's a good game. And then he ends right up now. getting killed. Yeah. That's totally cool. random. So uh, Shadow of War is your... Shadow of War. Okay. I'll good. give it to Shadow of War. Good pick. Steve? Uh, I mean, I feel kind of bad about this being my pick of the show, but if we're talking about surprises, talking about games that I really want to play, talking about the thing that actually caught me the most, it was Beyond Good and Evil 2. Wow. Um, I wasn't okay. expecting to see this ever. Um, and again, the, their vision, uh, Michelle and Stella and, and uh, Gabrielle, the, the, thing that they, the things that they want to do with this universe in this game, like I said, I don't think they can. I don't know if they can do it. I don't know if anybody can do it. Yeah. But the fact that they that they're going to try this yeah. crazy thing, and with this crazy technology, it gets me so excited. Is it true that on one of the PCs, on one of the worlds, in one of the cities, if you drill down, no, you can play uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying sitting I mean, in front of a tiny television. Yeah, I mean, they're. I don't know what they're going to do. This, this game's either never going to come out, or it's going to come out, and it's going to. They're going to cut like 100 features, or it's going to be the greatest masterpiece of all time. It's right. going to be on Xbox One XS. It is the. It is the game. Smaller Xbox One. XS. It is the only game of the show that really made me made the made the hairs on my arm stand up. That's great. That's what we all want. 
Ben, did you have any hair standing up moments? Beating the shit out of Greg Miller in Echo Arena. There's a moment. That was my favorite one. Up. Yeah, I've already yes. beaten him up. Well, I'm going to go kick his yeah, ass after yeah. this. Um, uh, no, he's a large man. who In real life, in virtual reality, yes. I have a shot against Greg. No, yes. in real life. Um, yeah, you know, it's like you have to define what game of show means now, right? Because yeah. my my funnest, the most fun I had, funnest, the most fun I had playing a game at the show, uh, Echo Arena. I had more fun playing that than anything else. But it's VR. Yeah. It's very particular. Uh, the Good game, job, the game that I am most excited about is Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like the game that I think has got the most future uh, power. You know, the game that's closest to my heart is God of War. Mm. The game of show is Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. It's yeah. the game that I could play and have fun with. The game yep. I'm thinking about. The game play. I will play. The game that's coming out not just in a month or two. Like it's the right. It's coming well, out in December. I still have excitement I, and hype about I it. I think you know? we have to do the inventory here with Nintendo. Okay, the Wii U didn't work. They responded with a thing that is kind of like the answer to the Wii U. And in the year they launched the Wii U, and they just revealed it in January, they launched probably one of the best games I've ever played, if, if not the best game I've ever played, with Zelda. Oh, Zelda. They've got Mario. They've got ARMS, which is brand new characters. And they launched a sequel to Splatoon, which was a big smash success on the previous machine. Those are all really big deals. Every, individually, they're all big deals, and they've done them all, you know. And Mario, I think, is is the is the capper. It's the what's the coup de grace? It's the it's the, cap. the, uh, the capper. It's the capper. The capper. Ah, he see? didn't even realize it's the that capper. He had a good, that's I did it. not even realize it, but yeah, it's a it's a sensational sensational story. Hats off to Nintendo. Hats oh. off to Nintendo. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, it's the game of the show for sure. You know, and had Spider-Man been playable. It probably would be a tighter race. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a game we didn't mention, I just want to throw in here, uh, Wolfenstein 2. That was which, excellent. Like yeah. that demo, yeah. you're in a wheelchair yeah. and you're like shooting dudes in a It was great. And, and like the acting in that game, the, the crazy German woman. Oh my great God. Great story. What an actor. Call of Duty is disturbing as hell, but also so well made, it's yeah. ridiculous. There's a lot of quality. Yeah. This was a very. Like a show, like really long on quality, but kind of short on Surprise. on long surprises. Yeah, yeah. two two. Yeah. Evil within two. Yeah. Two two. Oh, I get it. All right. Do we score E3 then this year? What do you guys give this E3? You score anything? You we'll score, score anything? Yeah. I'll give it a All crisp right. high five. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you give it? What do you give E3, Jose? E3 was a banana sandwich. Um, out of ten. Out of ten. <laughs> Put some peanut butter on that. <laughs> Sit on your ball once, twice, maybe. Uh, no, I'm eight. E3 was an eight. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the public presence obviously made E3 such a crowded beast to try to get to games. I mean, I, I'm sad I didn't get to play Mario because that probably would have been my game of show. Uh, I unfortunately did not have backstage access like all these fancy guys who like know Reggie and talk to Reggie all the time. Yeah. Um, but we, we, I, Let's face it, we're all fancy guys. Yeah, I mean. But we're different kinds of fancy guys. That's true. Okay. All right. That's very true. Uh, you're just going to have to wait to play the game. Uh, but, again, it's, there's a lot of stuff coming out this year, which is always good to see. There's a lot of stuff coming out in the future for new consoles. Hopefully this December is going to be busy. We're going to have a new Mario. We're going to have a new Xbox. And there's going to be no time to play any of these games that are right, coming out. Right, right, So, eight. An eight for me. I feel like to actually properly score E3, I need to wait in line for a while. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll deliver a score at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's the show, right? That this been, is the show of lines. Now it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, 
That was that was one of the problems. It was a, it was the hardest this convention has been in a, in a long yeah, time. The last time they had this many, they had sixty eight thousand four hundred attendees this that year. That was really. That's the number. Oh, and the, the last time we did that was two thousand six and two thousand seven. They moved it to Santa Monica right. and turned it into yeah. a bake sale. So, I mean, you know, we're back. We're, we're doing it again. And yeah. and this is not great for anybody. So I, I wasn't a fan of the show. I think in general. The, the software, while good, was the word I used when we were t talking before was tepid. See, yeah. that's that's why I grabbed the mic from Vic because I wanted to get tepid. I in know before you, you were going to steal tepid from me because I used tepid. He's not before. only stealing your games, he's stealing, stealing his your words. vocabulary. That's right. I'm a word stealer. Um, so no, I, I think it was like an okay, fine show, but there there weren't big standouts. Yeah. There were just a couple. You good know what games. it is? We came off such an amazing one last year. Last year and even the year yeah. before was like, good too. Xbox like, announced two machines in a yeah. press conference last year. Yeah, and, and Sony like, went bananas coming out for the next three and VR years. was real big like yeah. I mean there was a big it was last year was a, a, yes. a bigger show I, I'm gonna give it uh, I mean I, this is my 21st so like I you know my context is different yeah. than a lot of people I'm yeah. gonna go to a, a six and a half because I remember shows that were yeah. nines yeah so I'm at a seven I think that overall I mean it like when 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 Foobs is counting down new Xbox and a Mario game and, you know, spite, like there is a lot of really high points, but yeah. there is a lot to wait for and a lot of underwhelming because we've seen so much before. What are you giving it? I can't believe that that I've been to 16 E3s and I'm like the, f the fourth most E3s out of us or the third, <laughs> maybe. You've been in them all, you've been to 21, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen better shows than we saw this we year. Have, there was yeah. a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of quality stuff on the floor. Um, uh, the show itself, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stupid shitty thing to complain about when we say, oh, it's so crowded here, we can't do our jobs. So but, but, I mean, it is. We have jobs to do here, and, yeah. and E3 is always hard to get around, and I love... And you know what? We hit being dicks, too. It's like, yeah, yeah it does, you're just a, you don't, you're not oppressed, so get off the yeah. machine. And that's what happens is, yeah. they, like, the people handling the systems have to kick somebody off, and you feel like shit because you got to go... It's not good for anybody. Yeah. It's just not good for yeah. anybody. I'm not sure this was... A, I'm not sure the fans had a good time here. I would love... I would really love to hear from people who bought tickets and came to the show how, how their experience was. If they had a good time, if they were happy with the three games they got to play. Oh, we will. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear from we'll be all yeah. over the internet pretty soon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as E3s go, uh, you know, decent software, no big surprises, way too crowded, so that's a seven for me. Sevens. Yeah, all right. Well, E3, you got a chance to uh, make it up to us, I guess, next year. Make it up to me. I'm coming back. Uh, I don't know if they'll be back. Uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see some 2020 games, I think, at E3 2018. <laughs> but thanks for watching, everybody, and uh, enjoy all of our E3 content, and we will see you all very soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Love you all. Thanks, guys. Thank you.